What is going on, everybody? This is your host, David Ramos, of another episode of Several Streams of Income. For all my people out there, I love you guys, love you guys. Hello, hello, hello. So uh, let's talk a little bit about how to make money with stocks. <laughs> um, so this is a quick seven-step way of how to get started with stocks. Now, step one, have money. Stocks work with percentages. You know what I'm saying? They do. And the more you have, the more money you can make. Now, keep in mind, for my millionaires and billionaires out there listening, you know what I'm saying? If you dump a million dollars into a stock, it will expectedly go up a bit. Depending on the stock, it might go up a lot. It might even double or triple depending on the stock. I don't know about triple unless you're doing a really low float stock and we'll go into what exactly a low float stock is in a little bit but it won't exactly triple all the time but it might go up quite a bit maybe even two or one percent so i wouldn't count that as your true gain because you i mean you just don't want to put it all in once i would recommend putting a little bit at a time because if you put it all in once then you're not going to have the opportunity to average down. You know what I'm saying? And buy in at the dips. You're going to have all your money at the initial price. It's like negotiation. You know what I'm saying? Like, what if someone negotiated you about people who sell stocks? They're smart with this, right? Because it's already factored into the market where they sell you 100 beads, right? They sell you what the first bead for a dollar. And they're like, oh, he really wants that first beat. And then the price goes up 1%. And then they sell you second beat for 1% more expensive. And you're like, it's not that bad. Then 2%, then 3, 4%, and 4%. And next thing you know, you really buy 100 beads for 150 each and not a dollar each because you decided to buy it all at once. That's the average price, 150. Your last beat cost you about $2 because you buying the beads drove the price up because the supply went down. And therefore, the man that you created because you bought so many beads at one time because you really wanted it went up. Now, the same is true for trading, which is why putting all your money in one stock at one time would not be the best idea. It's good to, you know, scale in and scale out. If you have time to do all eight hours of the day, I would suggest you maybe starting in with about 16.5%. Um, if not, try maybe 12.5%. First hour, then second hour, then third hour, then fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth. The next thing you know, you're in. Or doing days. But generally, you do not want to buy when it's at the highest. Buy in the lowest. You know what I'm saying? Even just a couple, 10 or 20, 30, 40, $50 can make a huge difference down the road if you buy at a very low price. Now, that's that's just... The step, well, I kind of missed some steps. Let's go back to the steps. Number one, have money. I think I went a little bit too far. Number two, transfer that money from your account into a brokerage. Now, there's a lot of different brokers out there, but I'm going to go over every single one of them that Google will let me know. So we're going to do a quick uh, Google search here. Let me turn the volume. A list of all stock brokers okay let's see what we find here 
I'll let you know what I think of every single one of them. Oh. <laughs> okay. There's a lot of them. There are more than that. So, Charles Schwab. Don't know much about. Trade Station. Don't know much about. Interactive Brokers LLC. I believe this one is great for international people. My people out there. There's also Trading tw- one, 212. I believe that's what it is. There's Alley Invest. Don't know what that is. There's also Stash and Acorns, which is not really stocks. So if you think you're trading just because you have Acorns and Stash, you're not really trading. <laughs> First trade, uh, Lightspeed E Trade, uh, which used to be a competitor for Delhi back in the day. It's a little bit if you want a more just long term hold. SoFi, I have a SoFi account. Wink, wink from my people out there so uh so far it's really good because it has loans it has investment it has a great credit card you can get a great debit card has amazing apr savings rate so if you're really old school and you just want you know your money savings and whatnot and you want a little bit of money from your saving money being in savings you i mean so far is really good it's an overall great banking experience you can't do options you can't do uh, every cryptocurrency, I believe you can only do a very few. The big ones are Bitcoin and Ethereum. And uh, select number of stocks, ETFs. You should be able to get every stock. I do believe that's listed on the NASDAQ, though. And then we have TD Ameritrade, which has Thinkorswim. TD Ameritrade is my favorite for advanced investors that know what they're doing. Uh, because it does, there is a little bit of a learning curve how to use it. But if you have been in other brokers for quite some time, you should be able to pick up on that a little quickly. Exact trade, choice trade. I'm gonna took, and obviously you got Robinhood, um, which is on the phone. Don't suggest this for anybody, but obviously it's a great way just to start. I don't think if you're serious about trading, you should have your money on Robinhood though. <laughs> Because I would not want my money in Robinhood when this when this market crashes. Obviously, if you want to buy stocks, it's amazing. But when you want to sell it, it's absolutely not. Fidelity um, is a bank, kind of like SoFi a little bit. It kind of works really well with SoFi, similar to SoFi, but the only difference it does do more banking stuff and has a lot more investment options and investment uh, products that you can do, like CDs. Uh, has uh, Acuity, Accredity, I forgot what it's called. Uh, but I'm gonna have to mention that later on. Bonds, uh, yields, X, Y, and Z has a lot of different stuff in there. Uh, Webull, in my favorite, is the best broker for options. You can use that to trade options and whatever else. Uh, it's great, it's decent with charting. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I stopped charting on Webull a while ago. I use um, Trading View. Just because I feel like they are pretty good when it comes to just the overall charting. But yeah, we got step one, get money. Step two, find a broker. And step three, understand your strategy coming in, your entry, how you're going to enter X, Y, and Z. You got to ask yourself, are you going to do swing trades? Are you going to be a day trader or are you going to do long-term investing? At first, I wanted to do day trading. I stopped doing day trading eventually, though, because I did not see uh, immediate gains, which is what everyone trades for. 
And I lost a lot of my money like that. And then eventually I went into um, uh, long-term investing and have a long-term portfolio. Has been ever since. I've just been buying companies and I'm looking more into long-term five-year prospectus. And that's kind of what I'm doing. And then I have, what do I also have? I have um, options, which is another thing I do just to manage my portfolio well. And if you want to know how to manage your portfolio, I suggest you listening to the other podcast I spoke earlier about just how to do it in terms of percentages and depending on how aggressive you are, obviously. The more aggressive you are, the more aggressive you will have higher risk uh, investment tools such as options. And even if you want to get into cryptos, futures, X, Y and Z. Uh, and the more conservative you are, the more conser- the more likely you'll ha- go for more bonds, yields, uh, long term investing in stocks. You know what I'm saying? So it just depends on what your strategy is. So that's three. Find your strategy. Number one, get some money to get a broker. And number three, get a strat. AKA strategy. Number four, we're putting a lot to these podcast episodes. No cap. Number four, what do we have over here? And understand basically uh, buy the stock. Buy the stock. Number four is really important. You want to buy the stock. Um, uh, from there, when you buy the stock, uh, you understand there's two different ways to buy a stock, and that's either market order or limit order. And from here, you're going to be able to set, okay, what you want your market order to be. Do you want your market order to be, uh, market order is going to be, you don't really set it, actually. Yeah, you can't determine it. I don't know why I said that. But you basically have a market order, so basically you're buying things at the market. So when you buy things at the market, you're buying it for the price that the broker is basically selling it. And basically usually the average between the bid and the ask. The bid is how much someone wants to sell it. No, how much someone wants to buy it and the ask is how much someone will sell it for. So usually the spread, the, the difference between these two numbers you can be as low as a cent, two cents, three, four, five, six, seven, eight cents. The spread is usually very small when the stock is moving very fast in a different direction. But when it is very spread out, that usually means it's consolidating. Um, and also can mean that it will very much suddenly shift to a certain direction if it's coiling very tightly as well. Um, going between the bid and ask a lot. So that's that a limit order is kind of like the number you put you can put this for a buy and this usually means um how much you want to buy it so let's say stock is about two dollars and thirty cents but you put a limit order for two dollars and twelve cents once it's available for two dollars and twelve cents you'll be able to purchase a share you know what i'm saying now you can either put set all shares all or nothing or set some or whatever is available if you put all or nothing, that will typically mean you will try to purchase all the shares you want. So if it's a hundred dollars, you'll try to purchase for all a hundred for that volume of shares. You know what I'm saying? My recommendation is use this, but I would use this more as an average, as try to get as low as possible. I wouldn't be too too picky if it's a long-term thing, but if it's a short-term day trading scalp, then yes, I would. Hold on to your buy if you really believe it's going up. But I would also do technical analysis and we'll go over that in later episodes about how to do so. And when you do the technical analysis, you'll really be able to see, okay, does the pattern still hold up? 
Now, when we do long-term investing, you don't really need to see about how, if the pattern is going to hold up because it's long-term. You know what I'm saying? You're doing more due diligence and you're doing more news and product offerings and that sort of stuff. Now, what is that? What's due diligence? Well, we're going to go to step five right now. And after you buy a stock, you want to know due diligence and continue to do homework. So what, where are we at right now? Number one, have money. Number two, find a broker. Number three, have a plan, strategy. Number four, buy a stock. Number five, do your homework. Doing your homework is a big part of buying and getting profitable results in the stock market. You want to do homework. You want to do your news. You want to do any articles, even rumors in regards to stocks to make sure it's not going to plummet. CEO changes. Is this a good thing? Is it a bad thing? This Has this company been in a rut because of the last CEO? This CEO that's about to have has successful, profitable history. These are all questions that you can answer by doing your history to predict if a stock is still good or not. You know what I'm saying? Very important. Number six. And it's actually very interesting, right? It's actually plan your exit. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we can get into a, such an emotional rut with stocks and such an emotional cycle in which we want to marry stocks just because we think, oh, they have potential. They're going to be thick, Y, and Z gainers. Blah. Listen, don't do that, y'all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't marry a stock. Understand that it's time to get in and it's time to get out. You know what I'm saying? There's a time for everything, you guys. And when you get out, you're going to get out with profits. Don't marry a stock. Don't say this one stock is going to lead me to retirement because you don't need that if you follow steps one through five, especially if you follow the other videos and actually diversified. You know what I'm saying? You can say bye-bye to Apple sometime. Bye-bye to Microsoft. You know what I'm saying? I have an exit strategy to where if a stock does not improve by a certain percentage, then the market, then the rest of the market has in six months, I'll cut you. You know what I'm saying? I'll cut you and just let that. You know what I'm saying? I've had Microsoft. I had to cut it. I had, I had Apple. I had to cut it. Uh, you know, it just is what it is. I still have Tesla and I don't plan on cutting it, but I think a lot of people will very soon. Um, but I just don't. You know what I'm saying? And I think Apple is another great stock to get again, but... This is not financial advice, though. <laughs> but, yeah, that's one, two, three, four, five, six. And number seven is the most important. That's take your profits. Take your profits. Take, take, take your profits. And also figure out what you're going to do with them. Are you going to reinvest them? Are you going to reinvest them into somewhat of a more aggressive slash conservative strategy? Are you going to go a specific route? What are you going to do? And these are all important things. Or if you're just going to cash it in. Because when you cash it in, then you have ultimately secured your cash profit without having to risk it all again but yeah if you have any other questions feel free to ask uh you can definitely feel free to text my number two this has been another episode of several streams of income and let me give you guys my number one more time number one more time you got three eight six a two oh two and a nine eight six six <laughs> i love you guys take care and you guys are all beautiful and wonderful this has been another episode of several streams of income and make sure you share with a friend and rate and review